There are shows in this world that we will never fully understand, understand, except Ghost Adventures. We have watched every episode to build our obsession, our fandom, watching alongside each other because no one we know really gives a damn, gives a damn. Watching Zack and crew catch groundbreaking proof of the paranormal, inspiring us to explore our own interest in otherworldly phenomena. This is our podcast. We are Paranormal Cuentas. Brick walls and concrete floors. Steel bars for my doors. Two chains holding my bed. A hard, lumpy mattress to rest my head. We wouldn't listen to what was being said. We played our hand. We wound up here instead. (laughs) You bitch. (laughs) I couldn't control myself. You can never control yourself. You can tell I was the the one in theater. Yes, you were the thespian. And with that, we have grand uh, Bethany here with us tonight, everybody. Let's all be so thrilled and thankful that she's blessed us with her uh, performing arts (laughs) excellence. You're fucking welcome. (laughs) Anyways. Hey, everybody. It's me, Leah. And it's me, Bethany. And we kicked off today's episode for you with a little... A little poem from uh, the Ghost Adventures episode that we're going to be uh, reviewing for you guys here today. Yeah, it's exactly how they started the episode. And that's how we wanted to start ours because it, it was a fucking fantastic little shitty poem. Yeah, no, it was great. It was great. Definitely sums up uh, Ohio Reformatory. <laughs> and that's where we are. It's Ghost Adventures Season 3, Episode 3, Ohio Reformatory. And this episode aired on November 20th, 2009. Hell yeah, it did. Um, so Ohio Reformatory is apparently 120 years old at the time. Yeah. So I don't know how fucking old it is now. Like 11 <laughs> years older. <laughs> uh, but the, reform- the Reformatory is in Mansfield, Ohio. And anytime I hear Ohio. <laughs> oh, Lord. I won't do Here it. Here we fine. go. I won't do, do it. it. No, do it. it's fine. You, you got to do it. No, it's fine. <laughs> Come on. What happens in Ohio? Come on. I cut my wrist and black my eyes. Because <laughs> Ohio is for lovers, friends. Ohio is for lovers. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And uh, serial killers and criminals. And criminals and, uh, and reformatories. <laughs> it's a good time. Uh, Ohio Reformatory was actually in... Uh, it was functioning from 1896 to 1990. Um, and it apparently is one of the tallest freestanding cell blocks, um, cell block prisons in the world. So the Ohio State Reformatory, OSR, a.k.a. Mansfield Reformatory, is a historic prison located in Mansfield, Ohio, in the United States. It was built in 1886 and 1910 and remained in operation until 1990 when a united states federal court ruling ordered the facility to be closed while this facility was used in a number of films tv shows and music videos it was made famous by the shawshank redemption in 1994 when it was used for the majority of the movie the Ohio uh, State Reformatory is currently open to tourists four days a week from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. <laughs> Get your tickets at Eventbrite. <laughs> and they have winter tours on weekends and holiday tours, too. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Yeah. I had no idea this is where Shawshank was filmed. I am the no fry. That, like, changes everything for me <laughs> on this. Like, well, they didn't mention that in the show. No. No, they did not. Um, but that's, like, one of my favorite movies. Oh, bro, it is possibly my favorite movie. Oh, it's so good. Oh, uh, uh, such a great story. Um, but that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> I'm just, I'm shocked. Uh, 
I love Shawshank. I hope the Pacific <laughs> is as blue oh, as it's blue been in my dreams. dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So the guys are in Mansfield. We're having a good time. Uh, we get there and the main point of our pre-investigation is Mr. DJ Fly. And that's not DJ Fly like wicked wicked scratch. It's D dot J dot Fly. Well, I guess that's fair, yeah. <laughs> so DJ Fly, who was actually an inmate uh, in Mansfield from 59 to 62, um, had some pretty brutal stories to share with the fellas. But yeah, he mentioned seeing people get murdered while he was there in the prison. And that's one of the first things that comes out of his mouth, or at least, you know, um, in the way that they presented him to us. We're also introduced to a gentleman named Ike Webb. That's Ike. (laughs) Not Mike. Who was a guard. And he uh, said that he witnessed two suicides. One where an inmate named Lockhart, or I guess it was his last name, he he doused himself in paint thinner and then caught himself on fire. And that's something that DJ Fly also witnessed yeah and it was cool to hear their stories because you have the story from the guard and the story from an inmate who witnessed this happen yeah it's really brutal um they talk about uh, obviously seeing it hearing it smelling it and even there being chunks of lockhart's flesh uh, as they uh, attempted to drag him out of his cell once they were able to kind of tame the fire and get in there. But yeah, he, he unfortunately, I mean, he unfortunately passed, but yeah, it's a it brutal was too way late. to go. Yeah, it was too late. A brutal way to go. And just to hear stories about his flesh being not on his body is just fucking mind blowing for anybody to have to see that live through that. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, bro, it sucks uh, watching a horror movie in front of your fucking face. You yeah. feel this dude's flesh was legit Ugh. melting off. Dude, that's br- it, it, brutal. Definitely some brutal shit. And they talk about all the violence that they saw uh, within, I almost said Shawshank, <laughs> within Shawshank. I mean, basically. Uh, basically, yeah, but in, within Mansfield, just uh, every day they said it was something violent. It, there's just, you couldn't let your guard down the way DJ uh, phrased it. You let your guard down, you're you're done. Um, that's insane to yeah. think about. Yeah, yeah. you're in survival mode at all times. That must fucking really, really suck, you know? Um, and Ike, that was a direct quote that you just said. Mm-hmm. Ike, Ike said that every day there was some kind of violence. Every single day. And I mean, it, it makes sense because you're in a place where you're caging up these criminals. But for them to be able to act out and commit more acts of violence is pretty intense and and goes to show that those were the types of people that could not be tamed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Zach made a, an interesting comment. He goes, uh, you know, people are the product of their environment. And DJ uh, mentioned earlier, like when you get there, they ask you your name and, you know, you can say, hey, I'm Leah. And they're like, you're no longer Leah. Your number blah, 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 blah. And DJ rattled off his number. He was inmate six, one, two, four, three. So you're stripped of your identity and you're thrown into these cages and, you know, eventually, yeah, you become a product of the environment and it's just insane. And even them having a grave site, um, they're at the location, but there's no names on the tombstones. It's just numbers. Like even up until your death in that location, did you just remain a number? Yeah, there is a gravesite on location where they would bury inmates who didn't have family to claim them. Yeah. And so instead of engraving the names on the tombstones, they would just engrave the tombstone with your number. Yeah. And Zach says that the dishonor in those funerals equals trapped souls. Yeah. You know, it's brutal. Yeah. It upsets, it upsets the ghosties, you know, they want to be honored. And that's something that we talk about a lot on our show, like in general, like you have to respect the energies and and same on ghost adventures. They have learned to respect the energies. And if you go somewhere like new Orleans or anywhere where there are like big public altars, even in other countries, um, there's always some kind of offering that you give to the gods or energies. And to be so disrespected is just gonna piss people off yeah no definitely um with great reason and these guys are already pissed off they're criminals they're in they're in prison um so then to strip them throw them in these situations then definitely some crazy shit 
it's crazy because DJ mentions uh, seeing a body being tossed over, like just the amount of violence that we were seeing in this location. Again, given all those circumstances, it makes sense. And I think it's really important that you mentioned that DJ said he saw bodies get tossed over those rails because I want to remind everyone these cell blocks were five stories tall. That's 70 feet or more up yeah. words of cells. You know, it's not just like two stories of cells. No, there were five stories. Yeah. So that's a fucking intense ass fall, man. Oh, hell like, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Just, just crazy stuff. Uh, and with that, of course, we get a number of eyewitnesses. We get to talk to two women, one by the name of Susan and one Sarah. And they both claim to have seen a white figure kind of looking looking over at them from over in the over the rail so essentially i think it was the west the west block the right West block okay yeah so they're in the west block of the prison and they yeah they see a white figure looking down at them from one of the rails and that's uh that would give me chills that would freak me out yeah it was a really <laughs> cool story um yeah. i thought that they had some really fun uh, paranormal experience stories in the pre-investigation with uh with those ladies uh susan and sarah and then they had uh, some of the tour guides. So like we mentioned earlier, you can go tour this place, right? So a lot of the employees had some stories as well. Like Mike saw a black figure um, and heard the word or like, you know, he was called like fucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got all in Zach's face and was like, and then he said the word fucker. Yeah, well, like because Damn. he felt like someone had charged at him, yeah. you know, like there was this energy, this force that was coming at him. But this Mike guy kind of tripped me out. I don't know if you were picking up on any vibes. I feel like he was trying to like be like a Zach. Oh, totally. And he totally like, was all he, up on Zach's chode, bro. You're, you're not like a Zach. And mm -hmm. then he would even like kind of make little jabs at Aaron. And mm -hmm. I was like, don't do that. Mm -hmm. Don't you dare mm -hmm. come at Aaron like that. No one can come at <laughs> nobody, Aaron like that. Nobody. But Zaddy. But Zaddy. Nobody. <laughs> so you come at Aaron, you're getting cut, Mike. Don't try it. <laughs> but Mike had some good stories and we actually get a, a, a good amount of like stuff with Mike. Um, well, he had some EVPs that he yeah. shared with the guys. Um, again, when when he said he felt someone charge at him, he captured an EVP that said outstanding. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> no it said outstanding you know like yeah. like you're not scared by me what yeah. you know and i i find it very interesting that in this episode we get a, a few what i would consider intelligent responses yes. yeah but the guys don't say this was an intelligent response yeah you know we're not there yet and yeah. i thought that was a really cool thing to notice as a longtime ga fan <laughs> <laughs> that is a good thing to notice um we we get uh i think one other kind of major note in regards to mansfield is there was a riot um and upwards of i think 150 people it was mm -hmm. were murdered or you know took part in this riot um and we mentioned this because of solitary confinement. Uh, Zach goes into where solitary con in, into solitary confinement, closes the door, shuts it all off. It's this little room and obviously dark and horrible. But the story is after the riot, they put upwards of 10 bodies in that one small space. Um, so just adding to the layer of Mansfield and just how shitty the environment was. Yeah, and again, this was also in the 1930s. So, yeah. I mean, people treated each other pretty shittily, Shitty. yeah. especially in situations like this. I mean, last episode was um, the psychiatric mm -hmm. ward, right? Mm -hmm. And and they had people shitting on themselves everywhere. Um, and in here, they've, they're cramming people in tiny spaces, you know? And, and these guys are getting pissed and starting riots and shit. Um, and in 1930s, so that was in the 1930s. I don't remember the exact date in the 1930s, but I remember them saying in 1938 that a guard got killed by an inmate. That's pretty fucking brutal. And I think that's about it for like the history that they talked about on the show. So yeah, I think that was it for the history or the, the pre-investigation. Um, so I guess it's time to make our way into the haunts. Yeah. Um, and I like to talk about how the guys go into these investigations. This one was especially fun because they went in uh, with trigger objects as they like to do. 
they they were acting as guards. So they had like keys and batons um, in order to trigger the, the ghosts. It was hot. <laughs> Very stripper vibes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she said that when that happened too. <laughs> I needed y'all to know. Yeah, the it vibe. happened. They got the batons and she said that and I was like, oh, Lord, here we go again. Hot. Sorry, not sorry. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just get into the honorable haunts and skimpy scares. Hell yeah, they are. <laughs> it's my favorite time. Start with the skimpies. <laughs> All right. So, uh, pretty much immediately into the investigation, the guys walk into the building and their audio starts to die. <laughs> die. And that's in pre-investigation, too. So that shit happens when they're talking to Mike in the pre-investigation. Their audio dies. And it sounds like a little fart. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> and then the guys are just kind of mouthing all big, like, what's going on? You know? <laughs> that's fantastic <laughs> what? that was the perfect little fart sound um <laughs> that is definitely skimpy we get the audio we don't get much um following after that but i i had a skimpy as well for the pre-investigation with dj when we go into lockhart cell cell 13 uh lockhart being the man that uh, set himself on fire uh dj feels something and he's like starts rubbing his arms and he's like get off me get off me uh and zach looks back at the camera like what the fuck um it was a really entertaining moment but uh, a skimpy scare we didn't get an evp we didn't get anything um on the tech side of it to kind of support what dj was feeling but uh he went through something yeah he seems like the kind of guy who's always going, going through, through something, something. Yeah, you know what i mean yeah. we all know those kinds of people he could have just been like coming down a high like dude who knows? for real you know, he like, seems the type get off me get off me <laughs> like, <laughs> he got that like <laughs> the <laughs> monkey on his back <laughs> you know <laughs> you know yeah so it was it was interesting but that was a, a skimpy scare for me yeah yeah, me too. But like Leah said, very entertaining. Um, one that I had was that the tour guide gets tapped on his head. And I was talking about Mike. Um, so whenever the audio went out, he said that he got tapped on the head, you know, which is really cool that all these things, all these crazy things start to happen. Yeah. But we don't really see anything or experience anything as a viewer except for the audio going out. But when the audio is going out, uh, Aaron says that he heard in his ear someone say, hey. Yeah. Hey, yeah. dude, what's up? <laughs> is that brisky want a party? <laughs> dude, dude. Um, no, yeah, definitely skimpy stuff going on. Uh, the next one that I had listed, I don't know, maybe this could be an honorable haunt, but... We're in the same place where, where Aaron hears, hey, they're talking to Mike. We're in the pre-investigation. And Aaron feels something get thrown at his head. Bethany mentioned Mike feels something on his head. Now Aaron gets something thrown at his head. And we do hear it. So now we're looking for what was thrown. And Zach picks it up and it looks like a rock. Micah says it's, it's a paint chip. But regardless... You're in an old building. It could have just fallen off the the wall if it's a paint chip, you know? So the guys are like, whoa, but I'm kind of like, meh. Yeah, bro, that shit did not look like a paint chip to me, though. Yeah. Like when they showed it, when Zach showed it. It looked like a rock. It looked like a fucking rock. Yeah. So if it was a rock, cool. It could have been a, a thick piece of like wall. Like maybe, maybe not a paint chip, but like a chunk of. Yeah. You know, I get what you're saying. Yeah, maybe. I don't know what it's. But really either way. I mean, I guess it could be. I guess I agree with you marking it as a skimpy because we're kind of unsure about unsure, it. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't know. We don't get anything tech wise. There's nothing else after that. It's just kind of like, whoa. And yeah. And then we move on with our lives. So that was, <laughs> that was my next uh, skimpy. 
Was it, it was the pre-investigation, right? When they were like running around all silly when the audio went out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that one was good because Mike was there. And so, yeah, like the audio goes out and it's, it was funny. I wrote that it was very, like it was giving me indie horror vibes. Like, oh, yeah. Because there was the, because the audio went out. So there was still like this like clicking sound, like click, click, mm-hmm. click, click. But you can't hear the guys talking. Uh-huh. So it's all subtitled. Yeah. So it, it gave me indie horror vibes. Yeah. Like. It's very like VHS or Cloverfield or yeah, like a found yeah. footage type horror film. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Paranormal activity type 100% shit. 100% for like yeah. two minutes in that episode. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. It was, Hell yeah. It was fun. We just got to sit there and watch that happen. Uh, yeah. So it was good. <laughs> yeah. It was very entertaining. That's all I had for pre-investigation skimpies and honorables. Uh, My next one was a skimpy scare for uh, the actual investigation. And again, it's like right at the start of the investigation, uh, Zach's battery dies in Mm -hmm. his in his equipment. Mm -hmm. And and it's right when Zach is starting to antagonize. He's like, are you ready for the fight tonight, bro? (laughs) And his shit just goes down. (laughs) Yeah, it's brutal. And uh, Nick as well. Nick's right behind Zach recording. And he's like, yeah, the battery's out. So again, we get that that pulse of energy just being pulled from the guys. Um, Really cool moment. Um, and I had one, I think this was pre-investigation, uh, uh, my last skimpy. No, I have two more skimpies, but one's actually in the investigation. Um, Zach sees the silhouette of the head. Like he, he claims he sees like a head looking over the rail very much like earlier. Susan and Sarah eyewitness has, uh, mentioned, uh, Zach claims to see the same thing. We don't see anything. Uh, they run up. We don't capture anything. So again, skimpy, we didn't, we didn't see it. So, eh. Yeah. I might have one more. Find it. Yes. So when they're around cell 13, um, Zach acts like an inmate and Nick goes into the cell. Nick claims his face goes numb. He feels a blast of energy and that he has goosebumps. But when Zach goes in with the EMF reader, it doesn't trigger. So again, it's not supported by tech. Nick feels it on, with his body and we totally love that. Like we believe that something's happening, but as a watcher, there's nothing to support it. So skimpy for me, but they did get an EVP later. Yes. Yeah. So after that moment happens, then we get an EV, uh, mm-hmm. EVP and now we're into honorables. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you want to talk about that EVP? Well, yeah. Cause the EVP after that is I'll chew you. Yeah. Which was really cool to me that that that's what they captured the I'll chew you because Nick is saying that he feels the energy engulfing his body mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's you know swallowing, swallowing him. him in whole we made the exact same face bro <laughs> we're sisters oh god lucky you um. So- <laughs> But that was a, an honorable, but um, yeah, in that moment. So we go really quickly from skimpy to honorable. Um, so that's a great transition piece in investigating. Um, let's see here. What's your next honorable? I had, I wrote down the orb. I think yeah. it was, it was, it was, uh, what cell was it? Was it in cell block 13 or some shit? Oh, crap, I can't remember. Uh, who cares? Anyways. East cell block. Um, so it was in the east cell block. Thanks, big sissy. So smarts. <laughs> Um, where they see that orb, like they hear some shit going down and then they're recording and then they see an orb come towards them. Like it's coming out of the cell block. And Zach Mm -hmm. is saying that there's a weird sound, like sounding like, like someone trying to shank me, you know, like trying to get shanked. (laughs) And I'm not sure if I I agree with that. I agree that there was a weird sound and that the orb coming outwards was, was pretty, pretty fucking cool. It looked like. You know, when you're sitting at a bonfire or fire or something yeah. and you see those those little snaps of fire like little flickers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like to me. Oh, that's a good way to put it. That is. Yeah, that's totally what it looks like. Um, and I find it interesting when going back to the sound, because Zach says it sounds like shanking, but it's like a whoosh, like a really quick kind of I don't know. It sounds. Yeah, yeah. It's weird and kind of. It gives me more alien vibes, which is weird because there's another honorable oh, that's haunt right. 
Like, if you think of that sound, it's very, like, UFO-ish to me. Like, Well, it was one of the last ones. Right. Because me and you both looked at each other. We were like, the aliens from signs. <laughs> Sounds like signs, aliens. Yeah, they get, uh, they get a, growl, a growl noise at the towards the end of the episode. We put it in honorables because we captured it. It's an EVP. But it sounds very, like... Like like sounds or like signs, the movie signs. Sounds like sounds. It, <laughs> it sounds, sounds like sounds, y'all. <laughs> Can you tell that we have a Texas education? They they captured some sounds <laughs> that sound like sounds. <laughs> I'm sorry because that was really good. It was really good. I know what you were saying though. You were saying it sounded like Signs. Like the aliens from the film Thank Signs, you. starring Mel Gibson <laughs> and, and Joaquin Phoenix, baby, <laughs> a young toy Joaquin. Um, so. Before you went crazy, like all the rest of them. Oh yeah, definitely. But no, so that that's crazy to me. Both of those sounds, really, all just to say possible aliens <laughs> all that just to say aliens bro aliens hey we are the paranormal putas i believe i believe i am alien go back and listen season one <laughs> that's right you are uh but no, that's another honorable for us for sure you know uh, it, th- those are our credentials leah knows aliens when she hears them it's true <laughs> there were aliens on this episode 100 percent, i can confirm <laughs> uh let's see what's one of your next honorables the free floating figure behind zach because we oh. get that so and we're in the same area so as nick is the one who captures the whooshing sound and the light anomaly and zach so nick moves his camera we're now looking at zach and there's a figure that moves behind him and you can see like an arm and a shoulder. So it looks just kind of free floating, but then it's it's totally a full on apparition um, of at least the side or profile of a figure. Really brutal, extremely honorable, um, really great evidence uh, for the paranormal. Hell yeah, that shit was fucking yeah, awesome. Dude. It was really good. Yeah, it was brutal. I think that and that's pretty much we also get the EVP that says drag. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's when he has on the Jordy glasses. He gets the EVP that says drag. And then they also get an EVP that says fly. And Zach thinks that it's in reference to DJ Fly. Yeah. Because one, DJ Fly, that's his name, it's it Fly. And then <laughs> uh, one of his stories was talking about seeing a man get dragged out. Yeah. Um, and so they get and they get those two words on the Jordy glasses. Really, really good stuff. Uh, yes, the Jordy glasses are back. We we see them using that level of tech. So it's always really cool when they pull something extra out of their little uh, Barney bag of fun. Um, another, whoa. Whoa. I haven't heard that in a while. I just age myself. <laughs> like, I'm old. Um, there's also a really good unexplained footsteps and footsteps are like my favorite haunts because if i were to ever hear footsteps like myself i'm done i'm dead instant heart attack put a fork in me it's over baby (laughs) it's over if i ever i don't want to talk about it so that one ended up honorable for me they capture unexplained footsteps in cell block um and they capture this on the x cam so no one's around um and right after that on the same x cam they capture what sounds like um a cell door slamming Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it was really cool audio evidence um really good stuff yeah i had that one written down too that shit was fucking awesome because that cell door slam sounded so heavy like i could not close that door it sounded so heavy it took some force for Mm -hmm. sure yeah man good stuff so the next haunt the honorable haunt that i have involves sarah again who was interviewed in the pre-investigation um the, the crew bring her back as a trigger object Uh, (laughs) anyways we'll get into that later (laughs) anyways um so uh they bring sarah back and she starts to explain that she feels 
like weird. She's getting dizzy. Breathing is becoming difficult for her. And then Zaddy starts getting a little dizzy and Mm -hmm. weird. And then they capture an EVP of unexplained breath. Yeah. I feel like my breathing sounds like Beavis and Butthead or something. Like, oh. Can I tell you, I, I was thinking about us the other day, just like this, and I thought, Beavis and Butthead. Oh, let's let's be Beavis and Butthead for Halloween. Down. Down. Um, anywho, no, that was epic. And yes, we get the heavy breathing EVP as Sarah claims to feel sh- to say she can't breathe. And Zach's getting dizzy. And it's like, whoa, a whirlwind of emotion. <laughs> really, really good stuff. Um, and with Sarah, we get some really good stuff. Like <laughs> they send Sarah down into the hole by herself to do a lap. They tape a fucking EVP recorder to her back and send her with her own cam. And she's walking around and they she picks up an EVP that says, sorry, Sarah. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Fucking sorry. No, it just it just said, sorry, Sarah. Sorry. (laughs) Um, And then later she captures an EVP that says, run, Sarah. Run away. Never come back. And then she's freaking out down there. She says that she she feels someone pull her fucking hair. She's screaming for the guys. And the guys eventually go down to console her. But she was saying, like, I was calling for y'all, you yeah. know. And they were like, what? You know. I, uh, I want to point out, before they send her to the hole, like Bethany's saying, they're putting the EVP on her back and stuff. Sarah makes a comment. And it belongs in the honorable haunts because... This is going to be noted as the very first time that this type of comment was ever made. Sarah says, as she's getting prepped to be sent down to the hole, shouldn't y'all be sending Aaron to do this? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. If you are a Ghost Adventures fan, that is the ongoing joke. Zach is always sending Aaron into the scariest places on the location. And for her to make that comment before anybody else has made that comment on the show whoa well like anyone who wasn't one of the guys right because they later Cause, say because they like, know they, they realize that yeah right. and aaron is aaron even says like oh you're always sending me and this is even in like season one and two because it happens it really starts in episode two i think yeah it was the one with sheila powell season one episode two where aaron yeah aaron is thrown into the attic by himself yes. and he gets all that good shit and then they after that it's just end it's of done. story yeah it's yeah it's the ghost adventures way <laughs> And for her, this early on in their careers, this is season three, episode three, and she's already like, isn't this Aaron's job? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's great. Early on, classic, loved it. It had to be an honorables. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking fantastic. Go, Sarah. Hell yeah, go, Sarah. (laughs) I'm so jealous. I wonder if, like, she ever thinks about that. You know, like, hey, remember that time I was on Ghost Adventures? And it was so early, like, who would have thought that they would have lasted this long? Yeah. You know, as yeah. someone who was on that show 11 years ago, to be like, oh, yeah, that show was on that show 11 years, years ago. ago. Like, yeah. holy shit. That's brutal. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. I just talk about that every day. I'd be annoying and I wouldn't have friends because I'd be like, <laughs> you, you want to hear about that time I was on Ghost Adventures? <laughs> Here she goes again. <laughs> we know about the time. Uh-huh. Well, let me tell you, here's a picture. Look. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on like an old flip phone that you won't throw away because it's the only way you have that picture. <laughs> so pixelated. You can't even tell who's in it. Um, but no, so great work, Sarah. Definitely got some honorable haunts with her. Um, and then we get we got really good evps throughout the episode one that i uh, mentioned here in my notes was um zach is saying we need more contact make more contact uh and the evp response is you got more than me exactly that's one that i noted as an intelligent Intelligent. response 
super intelligent, directly responding to what Zach's saying. But to Bethany's point earlier, Zach does not identify it as an intelligent response. He simply mentions the EVP captured, but still honorable as all hell. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I was waiting for him to say, we would consider this an intelligent response. And he didn't say it. And I was like, what the fuck's going on here, guy? Like, <laughs> but they just weren't that advanced yet. We weren't there yet, but we get there. We get there. Another great EVP was the, um, well, they capture the word hang. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, they lead to the assumption that it could possibly be. I like how he goes, it could be a dead prisoner. Well, yes, that's just obvious. Um, but then, of course, obviously someone that possibly committed suicide. So um, with the word hang. And we did hear a story early on, but they didn't correlate it to that inmate in that moment. I was so just thinking that it's wild. You read, you read in my mind. I do that. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of there. That's not for you. (laughs) Um, yeah, well, they were talking in the pre-investigation how, um, some people saw dangling bodies or like people dangling from those rails those high ass cells um and then they got that evp hang but they got it in response to zach asking for a sign zach was like give us a sign you know and then they got that word hang brutal so again another fucking intelligent response Mm -hmm. so good um the last one that i have is another x cam moment um the guys put an x cam in the morgue they don't go in there during the investigation well at least it doesn't make it onto the show if they did um but they do capture like uh, some clattering noises and to me it sounded like gurney sounds like Mm -hmm. if they were moving the little hospital beds around or something like that and uh and also a disembodied voice is picked up on x cam and both really again great audio evidence yeah i agree with the gurney comment man like it sounded like gurneys and like something's banging yeah like shit like bodies being slapped on a gurney and rolled out let the bodies oh my lord when you said bodies i don't know that's like, <laughs> just triggered where my mind went yeah. oh no that was a good one it was a good one i liked it <laughs> um but the the sound though the voices Um, I don't remember if there were some in the morgue, but I know that for sure there were some in the hospital because they had the X cam in the morgue and then they had an X cam in the hospital Mm -hmm. and they captured weird ass voices. And that's when we were like, that didn't sound like a voice. It sounded like a fucking alien because it was all like. "Uh, uh, uh." (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was weird. And we looked at each other and we were like, signs. (laughs) (laughs) but that is the end of my haunt list yeah bro me too uh good stuff really really great evidence we got miss we got evps they got the chills and i love when they get the chills good stuff gives us the chills (laughs) but that means we moving on baby zach's fashion for <laughs> it's a Zach's fashion for us. Zach, of course, is in an affliction t shirt, and it's just the art right on his peck. And it's like a crest, and it's like green, and it looks like art splatter, like someone just like pow, pow, pow. <laughs> Hit him with like some paint guns. Pow, pow, pow. And then on the back, we see two angel faces. Um, and they're not like the little, what are they, cherubs or the yeah. little cute little fat baby yeah, faces. Yeah, that's not the case here. Um, but the, s- angels. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but just <laughs> angels. That's what they look like. That's what they look like. You, you understand. Um, Aaron, though, Aaron's my biggest takeaway in Fashion Faux Oz this episode. His shirt. I'm going to assume it's an affliction shirt. The wings on this baby, it literally goes from collarbone to collarbone. Like the front of his shirt is just covered. So full set of wings. All right. Whole chest span wings. And then a huge skull right in the middle of these wings. And then under the jaw of the skull uh, are like rhinestones. Rhinestones. So we got wings. We got rhinestones. We got skulls. We got affliction, baby. It is juicy stuff. It's classic GA. Classic. 
I love it. I feel like uh, uh, Zach went through his closet and was just like, Aaron, just put it on. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking do it. Damn it. I loved it and I appreciate it. Uh, Nick was also wearing an affliction shirt, but it wasn't as like catchy. Like nah. Aaron really threw me off. Aaron also looked really good in the investigation. He's wearing like a free flowy button down black shirt with his little video man his vest. vest yeah. And, you know, Aaron looks really good in this investigation my eyes were on Aaron a little more than Zaddy he he trimmed the beard he trimmed the beard he, he bit, trimmed yeah. the sickness a little bit <laughs> <laughs> it was really good stuff um but that's all I had for fashion fell as this episode yeah I felt like it was kind of basic like yeah. we're not I mean <laughs> nothing they do is basic but <laughs> just like classic GA the, yeah. the shitty big ugly pants and, yeah. and it's, you on know, brand it's on brand it's on brand it's on brand it's fucking fantastic we love it um but yeah i didn't have any in the fashion faux oz i saw you typing away (laughs) then that's it we're breezing right through this baby let's roll you know what time it is zany zaddy says what Bro, she just makes me want to like fucking mosh. Like, I'm gonna fucking punch you, bitch. What? <laughs> and she gets me hyped. hyped. So hyped. Did we ever say where we pull that from? Have we told our listeners what that is? I don't remember, is? honestly, if we said. Um where we pulled that from but you should tell them yeah yeah all right so if we if we had i'll cut this out um <laughs> so uh our zat our zany zaddy says uh leads into some zany zaddy quotes but zach had a project called Necrofusion, where it really is just like insane house edm music i forget the artist who does the music but all they did was lay quotes from zach from ghost adventures into these edm songs so it's literally just a rave music saying holy shit oh my god <laughs> there are spirits here yeah, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> don't go in that portal <laughs> like it's nuts and it's just it's fucking epic it's totally zach bagans like that if you do not know necrofusion do yourself a fucking favor and listen to some necrofusion. Yeah, if if you're a Ghost Adventures fan, especially, because it's gonna get you fucking hype, bro. <laughs> it's gonna get you. You're gonna have the best day. Throw that bitch on right before work. Woo! You gonna have a time. You gonna have a time. Immortal Portal's the jam. <laughs> <laughs> Immortal Portal is really good. That was the first one I heard, and Leah told me about it. I was like, what the fuck is this magic? Like. <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> it's good. If you decide to listen to Necrofusion, let us know what you think. Hit yeah. us up. You know, let's let's talk a little Necrofusion. <laughs> uh, but with that, we are in Zany Zaddy says. <clears throat> this place is infested with entrapped souls. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That was really good. That was really good. <laughs> And when did he say that? He said that like right at the beginning of the investigation, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was like kind of like an intro in, into the investigation, yeah. like right when they're, yeah, getting there. Uh, I had one. Okay, so they are touring the facility and they come into a room with facility. No, I'm <laughs> um, They come into a room called the toilet room. So naturally we have to make a poop joke, right? So Zach says, that has to have seen a load of dark history. <laughs> <laughs> and what I love so much about this joke is he's trying to make like a classy poop joke. And Aaron says, has to have been a shitty place. <laughs> just, he doesn't try to be as like, like he, just, he just says it has to have been a shitty place. And Zach shoots him this look like, like shut the fuck up <laughs> this is my show <laughs> and it's just like Damn. only i get to make the toilet jokes aaron <laughs> he and, the, and so yeah zach looks at aaron like shut up and he's like 
just just put the x just put the <laughs> just tape that tape the x down for the x camera. just fucking just do it <laughs> like just shut up no one told you to speak i know it makes me so sad because he's so mean to aaron in these first few seasons but i love how they become such brosips you oh know? i know yeah i love their dynamic um the next one here is um so right at the start of the investigation <laughs> <laughs> Zach in total zaddy energy says uh that they're fueled up. Yeah. They're ready getting- to go. Yeah. <laughs> that that was beautiful when he was like said when he said that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves a fueled up zaddy. <laughs> okay, so Again, kind of at the start of the investigation, Zach is starting to like antagonize and shit. And he's just talking about who was, you know, the ghosties and all that. He says, uh, we're dealing with criminals and serial killers that are already dead. (laughs) (laughs) You're so good. Your Zach Baggins is right on. No, it's not. No, it's epic. Um, But epic quote, epic quote. Uh, Bethany mentioned earlier when we were talking about Sarah and her being a a trigger object. Bethany says, we'll get back to that because it's here in Zany Zaddy. (laughs) Because he says, um, I'm not calling you an object. Like he is, but he isn't, but he yeah. is, but he is, but he isn't, but he is. I mean, you're totally there because you're a woman and you yeah. want to trigger the inmates. You're totally an object, Sarah, but it's okay. You know what? That's interesting. I'm glad we're talking about this because I totally forgot I wanted to mention that in the pre-investigation is that um, the women are always, you know, harassed by these ghosts in these prisons and zach uses her as a trigger object because he says like oh well, maybe they just haven't seen a woman in a really long time you know and and they're trying to like touch them and hit on them and harass them and shit yeah what i liked about that is the woman he's talking to in that moment susan she was like she kind of is like yeah or it's because they're in here because they did crimes against women yes like she took the totally opposite route zach being a perv and she's like or they could just be like rapers murderers yeah. and who murdered women and, yeah and are just looking to hurt us because these women get hurt you know yeah. so it was it was trippy they but. get their hair pulled mm-hmm. they get pushed they get yeah. their butts touched yeah. yeah so they're totally objectified but uh but zach has to you know let sarah know that she's i'm not calling you an object yeah because he's using her as a trigger object you, you already signed the paperwork and <laughs> yeah. travel would fucking cut me if i knew <laughs> I was uh, waiting for you to say something along the lines of, I'll be your object, Daddy. Well, I think we all know by now. No questions. Oh, God. (laughs) Well, and that brings us to the final quote, which, you know, it was one of the last ones in the episode. And uh, it was one of my favorites. (laughs) They lived lives of violence and met their deaths accordingly. How's he just going to throw like such a just line out? <laughs> like, who are you, Zaddy, to be like, what happened to you? Happened for a reason, bro. It's crazy. I wonder if he came up with that himself or if someone else did. I do wonder that sometimes, too. Like, what's him and what's writers, mm-hmm. you know, or executive producers, which now he is. Well, now him and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now and you can kind of tell he's less. He still says stupid shit, mm-hmm. but he I don't know. It's different. It's a different type of stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> but really great stuff. And I think that wraps zany zaddy. Yeah. And that brings us to the end of the episode, really. Um, and in this one, they did have a post investigation where they went to antelope valley haunts and where was that place again they met with some dude named Masone beltron i think they went to lancaster in california uh, i knew it was california yeah. but i didn't catch their name i saw you type it i know you got it <laughs> got it but they went and got their uh footage reviewed because like leah said in the honorable haunts they had this moment where they captured this mist this this like disembodied I don't know, this figure, yeah. this dark mass figure behind Zach, Zach yeah. Yeah, in, the, in one of the cells. 
It was really good. They show it to Mason, and he's like, uh, "Like, whoa, that's epic!" Like, he loves the the evidence. And I think they also share with him some audio uh, EVPs, and and he also just really again builds the guy's credibility in stating that they captured some really good stuff. Yeah, I, I, we always love when they go to get their shit reviewed, but they don't. I don't know. The, when they they go to those places, I feel like those guys usually suck like (laughs) well it's just because they've gotten so or it's just because the ghost adventures crew have gotten so good over time yeah that they don't need the validation anymore and so in these earlier seasons they're going to like anyone to be like just just please you know look at this shit and tell our audience that we're not fucking around here um which i appreciate a lot but it's just kind of like, you know, they're so much better than going to this guy. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And that's just the perception because we know what they do. We know who yeah. they are. Right? I know. I we know. don't know Mason out of uh, Antelope Valley. So we're like <laughs> Antelope Valley. Like no incredible down there. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? Um, but no, if that's if that's it, it's time to it's time to rate this baby. Yeah, man. We went over histories, haunts, fashions, fashions. and quotes. Damn. So what do you give it, big sis? Ohio Reformatory. I'm going to give this baby... 3.5 claws. Wow. I'm sitting here thinking I should say four claws. Really? Wow. You want to justify that answer? (laughs) I'm going to go back to the 3.5. Reason being... (laughs) The mist, the apparition, some really great EVPs, um, and I, yeah, three point five, three point five. Well, that's really close to my rating. When I was watching it, I was thinking about the rating, and I was like, to me, for me, this felt like a really solid three, mm. a solid, like a fucking hard three. Yeah, because it was it was better than like a two or two point five. But for me, it just wasn't hitting that four or yeah. five level. Um, and that's because it was super entertaining, especially yes. with DJ Fly. That shit was fucking funny. Yeah. Um, but that was, for me, the funniest part was DJ Fly being all like kind of crazy. Yeah. I didn't laugh as much this episode, even though they say some funny stuff all the time. Uh, the evidence was fantastic overall, but I feel like it was a lot of little things. Like there wasn't like a huge moment that was like overwhelmingly like, what the fuck? Like when they went to um, Italy and that fucking island, like there was some shit going down that it was just like constantly like, what the fuck? You know, huge mists. Again, they got a lot of really good stuff, entertaining and funny, but it, it just wasn't I don't know, that high up there for me. All right. I think it was a really good, like, you know, third third episode. Yeah, we're yeah. getting into the middle of the season. Yeah. Um, and, and they came out with some bangers. For and, sure. Uh, and I think this is a really good, like, they're kind of slowing down a little bit. Yeah, we're going to plateau. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. towards the end of the season, we're going to take back off. Baby, it's a roller coaster ride. Yeah. When you're riding this train <laughs> this or roller coaster. <laughs> Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. I don't know. <laughs> Epic. I can respect it. Fashions, haunts, zany zaddies, ratings. We gotta cleanse it. Yeah, we do. It's time to wipe it down. Let's go ahead and give our friend Rochelle a call. Hail to the guardians of the watchtowers of the West. Powers of water and intuition. Hear us. Big breath in, big breath out, and you're cleansed. I feel good. I'm going to drop my shoulders. Unclench your jaw. Drop your shoulders. Let out that fart you've been holding in. (laughs) How did you know? Anyways, before Leah actually starts getting gassy, (laughs) let's get out of this room. I hate you. I love you. This is Leah. And this is Bethany. And we're signing off with two besitos from these putitos.
<laughs> Excellent. I want something sweet. Bro, let's go get something. <laughs> Me too. <laughs>